You are listening to the Career Talk Straight Up No Chaser podcast, where we have blunt, honest, transparent conversations that can help you in your career. I am your host, Stephanie Dennis. I have been recruiting for several years, both in the agency world as well as corporate America. I have my master's degree in human resources management, and my passion really is helping people find both joy and happiness in their careers. This is a good time to mention this podcast does contain adult language. This is episode number seven, and we're going to be talking about 10 signs you might need a new job. Let's dive in. Hey guys, what's up? How's it going? Hope you're having a fantastic day. All right, today we're talking about 10 signs that you might need a new job. Do you ever wonder about that? Do you ever think about that? Is it time for me to get a new job? Is it time for me to move on? I think people think about it more often now than they did in the past. And I know just thinking about making a move can be super difficult and challenging. I totally get that. But also knowing when it is that time to move on and to get a different position can be equally as challenging. So just thinking about it is daunting, but actually knowing and doing it also daunting, right? Because like one of the things that we think about if we're evaluating on whether or not we should make a move It's like, do you want to leave a good thing if you're just going through like a tough time? You don't want to leave a good company, a good position, a good job. And you also don't want to stay in hell if things will never change and you're miserable. So I've been in both these situations. I've gone through the challenging periods. I've stayed too long in what I colorfully describe as hell because I was miserable and I hated my job and I hated everything about it but I thought maybe it's going to get better. So here are 10 signs that it's time to start looking. Number one is you feel that you're being pushed out or you're going to be fired and this one I really want you to be realistic like if you're like a paranoid person and you're like constantly worried about everything and you're over analytic and every job you have people are trying to push you out or get you fired either that's something you need to talk to somebody about or you need to change how you work because if it's not true that's the situation where you need to talk to somebody about it because there's something else going on and I am I am not your person for that or you're a really bad employee and it is true and you need to change ASAP either way probably time to talk to somebody about it but then there's the flip side of that sometimes you are being pushed out and you might be fired and maybe it's because your boss is a lunatic and you don't see eye to eye and it's not a good fit and they're using any little thing to write you up and kick you out. Move on. Time to move on. Time to start looking, right? So just be realistic. When this number one, be realistic. That's all I'm asking for number one. Okay. So number two is you feel physically sick often or daily thinking about and going to work. Think about that. How do you feel physically when you're going to work, you're driving to work, or you're thinking about going to work? Does it make you sick? Does it make your stomach hurt? Does it give you a headache? Is your job physically making you sick? Come on, guys. That's a sign. It's a sign you need to start looking. You shouldn't hate your job so much it makes you physically sick. That's not okay. Things need to change. Number three is you can't find anything positive to say about your job. So if I were to say... Go make a list of all the positive things about your job. And you're like, yeah, Steph, I got nothing. Like like if you honestly have nothing. Like because some people are like, oh, I hate it. It's terrible. It's the worst job ever. But it's like really not. 
like again realistic but like if I were to challenge you to make that list and I am I'm challenging you to make that list and if you like come up with zero zip nothing nada start looking and number four is very similar so you can't find anything positive to say about your company if your company is such a terrible company or organization or whatever that you can't find one good thing to say about them do you really like really want to work for an organization like that do you want your name to be attached to that company think about it there's a lot of really crappy companies out there um can we talk about customer service and i'm not going to name names a company already popped into your head when i said customer service terrible customer service you probably have 10 companies that pop into your head do you want your name next to that like just think about that like if your company is a bad company and they have a bad reputation and you can't find anything good about them it might be time to move on. So number five is a toxic work environment. And this could mean many different things for many different people. So it could be something like gossip. It could be like physically, like it's physically toxic. Like maybe you work in an unhealthy environment where there's chemicals and it's just really bad for you. So evaluate that for you. But if you work in a toxic environment, that's that's not okay. It's not safe. It's not healthy, whether it's emotionally or physically. Do not work in toxic environments. Change them if you can. And if you can't, why make yourself sick over it? Number six is if you're calling in sick to work too much. And you know what I'm saying? Like you're not sick. It's just Monday. Or you're not sick. Shit, it's Friday. I want a long weekend. No, come on now. For real. Like, if you're constantly calling in sick, like, there's something wrong there. Maybe it's your boss. Maybe it's your job. Maybe it's the company. But if you hate it so much where you're willing to put your reputation on the line by constantly fake being sick, like, it's probably time for you to start looking at different opportunities. And I see that, like, let me put a disclaimer on this one. So if every company you've ever worked at and every job you've ever had, you're always calling in sick, look in the mirror. I know that's tough to hear, but that's that's a you situation, right? That's that maybe not the company. Just saying. Sorry, not sorry. All right, number seven is if you don't trust your manager. This one's kind of tough because managers are tricky. Do you know I don't, there's so many studies out there, millions of surveys. Well, I shouldn't say millions, probably not millions. Tons of surveys out there that say anywhere from 80 to 90% of people quit their job because of their direct manager. Do you have a lot of turnover? Are you a manager with a lot of turnover? I challenge you to look at yourself and look at your style and look at like your day-to-day. And I want to challenge you from a place, from a loving place. Like I'm not trying to be a brat about it at all. Like I really, like if you truly have a lot of turnover, I want to challenge you to look inside yourself and do some personal development. You need to be able to trust who you're working with and who you're working for because that person, who you're working for, directly impacts your career growth, your promotions, your raises. And if you don't trust that person, like there's something wrong. Number eight is if you are consistently working excessive hours. I am such an advocate for work-life balance. It is one of the best things about being a contractor. I can only work 40 hours a week. 
And if I work overtime, I get paid for overtime. So if I work 41 hours a week, I get one hour of overtime. That's amazing because companies don't want to pay overtime. It forces me to have a work-life balance because I'm the person, and this is just my personality. I'm not saying for this for anyone else. This is me. I am the person who if something needs to be done, I will work 60, 70, 80 hours a week to get it done. And you want to know how effective you are at your job in life, deriving, sleeping, working out, trying to like put together a freaking grilled cheese sandwich when you work 80 hours a week. Like it's such a terrible domino effect. It's not healthy. I get it. There are times when crazy projects are happening or it's, it's conference time or whatever. And like there are those oddball weeks where we have to put in crazy hours I totally get it but if it's consistent and that consistent excessive hours is crushing you and you're unhappy and you're miserable maybe it's time to start looking at something different so number nine kind of ties into number eight a little bit so this one number nine is if your company or your manager doesn't respect your personal time let me give you a for example for example you have a big project that's due on, let's call it Friday morning. You have a big project due Friday morning and your kid has, what do kids like play or like a big game, like a recital uh, or something of, of that important nature on Thursday night. But he schedules like a working dinner or a late meeting, a late night meeting where, and this is consistent. So again, my disclaimer from the last one, if it happens every now and again, once, twice, three times a year, what's your call? You know your priorities. If family is number one, you draw a hard line. It's up to you. But if it happens infrequently, like not very often, and you're fine with doing what you need to do to get the project done, it's all cool. But if they're consistently interrupting your personal time and they don't respect your values, that's a sign that you might that you might want to start looking at something different. And number 10 is the pressure to not ever take time off. Do you want to know how batshit crazy somebody can go if they don't ever get time off? Crazy. Looney Tunes. White padded room. It's not healthy. It's not healthy. If whoever you're working for doesn't ever want you to take time off to rest and rejuvenate, there's something wrong. We've all had vacations. Hopefully, we've all taken time off. And don't you come back to work energized, you're jazzed, you're ready to go. Don't let someone take that away from you. You have time off for a reason. Take the rest. Take the long weekend. I don't care what it is. But don't drive yourself insane working too much. It's not good for you. All right, those are my 10. Should we recap? 10 signs it might be time to start looking for a new opportunity. Number one. You're feeling like you're being pushed out or you're going to be fired. Number two is you feel physically sick daily or often. Number three is you can't find anything positive to say about your job. Number four, you can't find anything positive to say about your company. Number five, you work in a toxic work environment. Number six, you call in sick too much. Number seven, you don't trust your direct manager. Number eight, you're consistently working excessive hours. Number nine, your manager or your company doesn't respect your personal time. And number 10 is you're pressured not to take your time off. 
Does that resonate with anyone? I hope so. Sometimes it's hard. It's hard to evaluate. Is it time to start exploring new opportunities or do I stick it out? And it's 100% up to you. And these are just 10 signs that might help you to decide whether or not it's time to start exploring new opportunities. And let me just say, just because you're exploring new opportunities doesn't mean you have to make a move. You might find as you explore new opportunities that you have the greener grass. You might find something amazing, something that's going to change your life. It's it's a mind-blowing, cool opportunity. It never hurts to look. If you have checked off a lot of these things on this list, in my opinion, if you've checked off a lot of them, it may only get better. I'm just going to throw that out there. Maybe not. Wrong before. But at the very least, these are some of the things that if you're struggling with, you if you are going to explore new opportunities, you need to make sure you ask questions around these issues in a positive way because you don't ever want to come across negative in an interview. So you can make sure you have the right fit moving forward. So thank you for taking the time. As always, I appreciate your time because I know you're busy and time is valuable. So thank you. Thank you. You can head over to my website if you want to check out more information, findingthebestfit.com. If you have topic ideas, feedback, you just want to get in touch, my email is steph, S-T-E-P-H, at findingthebestfit.com. If you have time to rate and review this podcast, I would greatly appreciate it. It helps other people find the podcast. And of course, subscribe. We are going to be talking about some really amazing topics coming up. So again, thank you and have a kick-ass day. Adios.